Welcome to another exciting episode of the Too Good To Be True News. Thank you for listening and be blessed. Kindly share with everyone in your world. And always remember, God loves you unconditionally. Hey friends, welcome back. Uh, this is the part two of, of what eternal life truly means. In the part one, we looked at what eternal life is and what it is not. Okay, and we understand that eternal life is not when we get to heaven, but eternal life starts from when we give our lives to Jesus genuinely. Okay. It's 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 a, it's a hard activity where we you know confess. Remember, according to Romans chapter ten, verse nineteen, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made. On salvation so it's it's a hard work okay you have to genuinely from your heart truly give your heart to Jesus let him be your personal Lord and Savior okay so we come to understand that Jesus came to bring us all back into close personal relationship with him we talked about you know the intimacy between a man and a woman, married couples, the kind of intimacy that brings forth fruit. That's the intimacy God wants with us. And I want to let you know, Jesus loves you. There is nothing you can do to make him love you more or love you less. He loves you. You don't have to prove yourself for him to love you. Okay? He loves you and that was what kept him on the cross that was why I went to the cross so that you can be reconciled and brought back into a walking and talking relationship okay whereby during your days whatever you do you're always talking with the Lord you're looking at the scriptures you're renewing your mind okay because when you get born again it is your spirit that gets regenerated, but you still have two other parts of you that are not born again. Okay, that is your soul and your body. And what you can do to those two, it's in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Okay, you can present your body a living as a living sacrifice unto God. Renew your mind daily. How do you do that? By the word of God. Set out time, not a religion, not a religious activity, but set out time to study the word. And when you do, I tell you, the Holy Spirit would explain a lot of things to you. You would, you would, I'm telling you, you would get those light bulb moments when, when, when the word comes alive. Okay. So, 
Jesus came to bring us back into that relationship. That's what eternal life is. Okay. And and to put it, you know, in a more um, understandable way. Okay. According to John 10.10, 10, the scripture says that the thief. Now, wherever you see Jesus talking and, and saying the thief, you know, that, that's another word for Satan okay the deceiver all right the one that goes about like a roaring lion okay he's not a lion okay it's just it just goes about like a roaring lion okay so when wherever you see the thief that's talking about satan because that's what he does the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy i am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly okay friends this is what eternal life is all about abundant life abundant life where you have no lack abundant life where you have good health abundant life where good things good gifts come out of you that's what it is that's what it is living a life of fear guilt shame depression it's not a way to go there is a better way and it's eternal life eternal life through christ jesus it's not a religion friends no it's not a religion it's a relationship he's calling you and me into a relationship because he loves us so we need to understand that the nature of god is love everything god did right from genesis till revelation all points to the fact that God loved us. And Romans chapter 5, verse 8, says that God demonstrated, demonstrated his love towards us. Now, while we were yet sinners, Christ died. What manner of love? That even while we were hostile to God, he sent his son to die for us. This is the good news. Yes. This is the too good to be true news. That all of your sins are forgiven. And now you can live in freedom. Now you can approach God with confidence. You don't have to be scared. Thinking, oh God will strike me down if I come to the altar. No, he loves you. He loves you. He doesn't want to strike you down. He wants you to know that he loves you. All right? And God wants to give you eternal life, which is relationship within. From here on till you get to heaven. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect the next minute when you give your life to Christ. You know, like a baby, right? That is, that is learning to work. Sometimes the baby will fall. 
the parents who pick the baby back up. That's exactly how it is. We now begin to walk with the Lord. Okay? We begin to renew our minds every day. And we present our bodies as a living sacrifice. Okay? God wants to give you abundant life. And I believe that you need that today. That you want that. Christ died not only to forgive your sins, but to bring you close to him. Okay, now you're no more far away from God because of the sin of Adam. That nature of sin. You don't have to be a bad person. You don't have to, you know, be an evil person. But just having that nature of Adam already made everyone a sinner. But when you come to, to the Lord Jesus, you are forgiven of all of your sins. Okay? And if you do not know the Lord, today is the day of salvation. Do not harden your heart. Receive his love. It's a free gift. Salvation is a free gift. Receive it. You don't have to do anything to earn it. You don't have to, to be good to, be, to, to earn salvation. Just receive it. Come to the end of yourself and acknowledge that you need a savior. Acknowledge that you cannot save yourself. This is the true meaning of everlasting life. And it's so so exciting. It's it's so amazing. Okay, to understand this it will give you the freedom that you need to serve God. To serve God without fear. The Bible says, perfect love casts out fear. First John 4. Perfect love casts out fear. He that is afraid has not been made perfect in love. So we can truly live a life of freedom and victory. We can live an over overcomer's life. Alright. The sin that we indulge in gives the thief, which is certain, it gives the thief access to wreak havoc in a person's life. I don't want that for you. No, I don't want that life for you. There is an abundant life. There is an abundant life in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. I'm telling you, the Lord is good. Okay? And if you don't know the Lord today, say, we're going to say, the salvation prayer and I want you to say it and mean it 
with your heart okay if you don't know him already you need to know him for the purpose of having that relationship and intimacy and eternal life with the lord if you're already born again you need to go beyond just getting your sins forgiven and enter into everlasting life with the father this is the heart of god for you because he loves you and i believe that his love for you will never fail it will carry you through any situation it will carry you through and make you victorious in life all right let's go into facts about eternal life okay number one fact about eternal life if you're writing down put this down the purpose of the gospel is eternal life i will say that again the purpose of the gospel is eternal life i'm going to read it real quick john 3 16 that is the verse of scripture for the first fact the purpose of the gospel is eternal life we already mentioned it in part one and we're just going to read it again for reference for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life okay that is number one fact about eternal life god loved the whole world god wants to god wanted to end the war between god and man when adam rebelled against god and handed over the dominion and the authority that god gave to man to the devil that was when satan became the god of the world because man rebelled against god and then he gave out the authority that he had to the devil and since then death came and that death is not a physical death even though the physical death would still happen but the, 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 the first death is the spiritual death, which is separation from God. And God wanted to end that separation. That was why he sent his son, Jesus. Okay. The second um, fact about eternal life. Eternal life is knowing God. True knowledge of god that is eternal life okay it's not going to church on sundays no eternal life is knowing god and the verse of scripture uh for for that second fact is john 17 verse 3 and it reads and this is life eternal that they might know thee the only true god and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Okay. That is the second fact about eternal life. Eternal life is having the knowledge of God, knowing the nature of God, knowing the love of God. 
Okay. And we can't know him in one day. No, we can't. It's a daily work. It's a daily work. I have to keep walking with him, keep talking to him, study the word. That's how you know God. It's not hard to do. I'm telling you, friends, it's not hard to do. All right. The third fact about eternal life is knowing God is an intimate relationship. Okay. Knowing God is an intimate relationship. And the scripture of reference uh, for the third fact is 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16 to 17. And it reads, What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, said he, shall be one flesh. Verse 17 now. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. See, that's that's the connection. See, when, when we were in the world, okay, being in the flesh, right, doing things, being carnal, going by the five senses, we were being joined to the God of this world. But when we become to know about God and we surrender our lives to Jesus, okay? The Bible said in 1 Corinthians 6, 17, that he that is now joined unto the Lord is one spirit. So eternal life is becoming one with God. And there is a lot to understand from this example being one with God is eternal life. Knowing Him, knowing who He is, and knowing that, yeah, I'm in Christ. No more condemnation, no more guilt, no more fear, no more shame, no more depression. Oh, this is true liberty. This is true freedom. Jesus said in, in John chapter 8, verse 32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The too good to be true news of salvation truly sets people free. When you know God, you have an intimate relationship with Him. And He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit with it. The number four fact of eternal life. Eternal life is available now. Wow. I love that. Ah, glory to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I love that. Woo! Wow. It's available now. You don't, you don't have to postpone your day of salvation no no you don't have to it's available to you now wherever you are no matter what you have done in the past eternal life is available to you now and the scripture of reference that we have 
is 1 John chapter 5, verse 12. Oh, I love this scripture. The Bible says, He that had the Son has life, and he that had not the Son of God has not life. It's as simple as that. It's now. It's available for you now. No matter how far gone you are, no matter how much the thief has stolen from you, eternal life is available now. And God can restore everything that the thief has stolen from you. The Bible says that if the thief is caught, he is made to restore everything he has stolen, seven folds. Friends, God is able to restore everything you have lost. But you must come to Jesus. You must acknowledge that you cannot save yourself. You must acknowledge that you need a Savior. And His name is Jesus. And all you just have to do is call to Him and tell Him to save you. And He will radically change your life. It will radically change your life. That I can tell you. Okay? Eternal life is available now. Okay? Today is the day of salvation. Don't postpone it any longer. There is nothing to enjoy in this fallen world. But in Christ, you can have true peace. In Christ, you can have true freedom. In Christ, you can enjoy all the fruits of the Spirit. the fifth fact about eternal life is that God wants a personal relationship with you we've been saying that in this recording God wants a personal relationship with you Revelations chapter 3 verse 20 oh glory be to God Glory be to God. Revelations chapter 3, verse 20. And it reads, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Okay, just like Jesus is knocking on the door of your heart, asking you, will you let me in? He won't force you into it. He won't coerce you into it. But lovingly is asking you, I'm knocking. Will you open up? I believe you will open up today. All right. Said, I stand at the door and knock. If any man, any man, it does not matter what kinds of sin you've you've indulged or you've gotten into, it does not matter what you've done in the past. This invitation is to any man. It does not matter what you have done, what you have indulged in. It does not matter. Whatever it is, is able to restore you and clean you up and make you new again and make you a species that has never existed before. Yes. Yes. 
Let him transform you. Let him renew you and make you new again. Because he loves you. And he wants to have that relationship with you. Okay. He said, if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him. And he with me. Wow. That is just so profound. That is just so profound. That it doesn't matter what I have done in the past. Only that I have to now repent. And repenting means forsaking my old ways. And coming into a life. A new life in Christ Jesus. And that is available to any man. Regardless of what your past looks like. I believe that this word has blessed you. Friend, if you would like to make Jesus your Lord and Savior, please say these words and mean it from your heart. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Your word says, The one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. I know you won't cast me out. You take me in and I thank you for that. You said in your word, Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I am calling on your name and I know you have saved me. You also said, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I believe in my heart Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he was raised from the dead for my justification. I confess him as my Lord. Because your word says that with the heart one believes unto righteousness. And I do believe with my heart. I have now become the righteousness of God in Christ. I am now saved. Amen. Congratulations, friend. I am so happy for you. And what you need to do is find a Bible-believing church and become a student of the Word. Listen to the Word, write it down, and I believe that your new life in Christ has already begun. I am so happy for you, friends. The angels in heaven are rejoicing. God bless you.